Are you ready? I'm ready when you are. All right. Hey, Social Salad family and friends of the family. I'm Megan. And I'm Sydney. And today we're going to talk about what to do when nothing is working. So there are a lot of social media skeptics out there, as I'm sure a lot of you know. And how can posting even grow a brand? But you see a lot of people doing it, right? And then you try and you've been doing everything that you think you possibly can, but just nothing's working. Mm -hmm. And then you start questioning whether or not social media marketing works for your business or your industry. So if you're at that point, have ever been at that point or want to prevent getting to that point, it comes down to three things, reevaluating your audience, improving your content and reviewing your engagement. If other companies are doing it, then so can you. And you have to keep that in mind. So mm-hmm. let's jump in and talk about each of those three topics. Hey, Sydney. Yeah. Don't you mean let us jump in? Oh, my God. Yes. Let us jump in. Get it? Lettuce. That's all you get. <laughs> lettuce. Lettuce. Like a salad. All right. That's all so you get today. <laughs> let us jump in. <laughs> so we said this in other podcasts, but your audience is a key component to the success of your brand through social media. Some people target everyone and others don't even have a target. And that's a huge problem. So you need to look out for that. You also need to make sure that you're as specific as possible. So although the audience may seem smaller, you're better to take over that niche. Niche. I feel like everybody says it differently. I say niche. Niche. Um, (laughs) But um, you're better to take over that niche and get business and repeat business. Plus, if nothing's working, what do you have to lose? So you really need to define a specific audience. And just because the first audience you choose doesn't work doesn't mean that another one isn't out there. You just have to test and analyze. That's a good point because that because that niche, those are the only people who will be responding to you anyway. Those are the people who are going to notice you anyway. Everyone else is just going to ignore right. you. And, you know, Cindy, you've said this before in other podcasts, but in spending the money to target them, you're basically just throwing that money You're away. better to use your so, analytics to determine, uh, think of your money going into data so when you're doing ads you're also you're not just targeting an audience you're also determining who your audience is absolutely i um absolutely so sydney how do you figure out if you tar if your target audience how do you figure out who they are and how do you figure out if they're the same as who you're actually marketing so the first thing you want to do is reevaluate your target audience ask yourself Are they engaging? Are they clicking? And most importantly, are they buying? At the end of the day, that is the goal for every single person in business, which is to make sales. So get a piece of paper and write down who would be the perfect person who you think for your product or services. Try to be as specific as possible. And it is okay to have to test different audiences, like I just said, until you find the right one. You should do that. It might not take one time, two times, three times, four times. It might take five times. But you can't give up on that. You really have to be persistent. And once you find it, then it's going to be money well spent. And you don't have to spend money to find your audience. You can test it in different ways, but it's so important. So sit down and write it out and and keep testing different forms of content until you find that right match. Right. And this is something you probably did at the beginning of your business. But now that you're kind of in the thick of it, 
and you're applying your ideas to reality, it may be, you know, it may just be that you missed the mark a little Mm -hmm. bit, but you know, while that seems like, oh no, I messed up or, you know, I was under-researched or ill-prepared or, you know, my dad was right. I'm so bad at business, (laughs) whatever it is. What that really means is that you were just testing the market. Like Sydney, you said, you mentioned this just a second ago, but now you have that data that tells you not to pursue that group of people. That's it. So whatever the result is, it's beneficial and it helps guide you in the direction you need to take in order to move forward. Right. So, so this is the first thing. So if something's not working for you, it could be as simple as that you just don't have the right audience and that's something you can fix. Mm-hmm. Now, number two, if you truly feel that it is the right audience, then you need to consider your content. And sometimes it can be just as simple as adjusting your content. Your audience might not be buying because it isn't capturing their interest or it is missing call to action, or you're just not consistent. And it may, right. And you know, your content may also be unclear. Mm -hmm. We've seen this a lot, but you know, your brand, you know, your business and you know, you understand your industry. Like I said, you're in the thick Mm -hmm. of it, but that doesn't mean that people who are potential clients or customers understand your industry or even what your product Mm -hmm. is. So When you've written content that explains something to them, you need to approach the content as if they know absolutely nothing about it because they don't. Mm -hmm. This is especially true when you're selling something that isn't concrete. And by that, I mean, you know, a service that you offer. And I see this a lot in, you know, those mindset industries, mindset coaches Mm -hmm. or um, life coaches. Um, It's the number one thing that gets in their way because of how they describe their business. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it doesn't have to just be mindset coaches or, you know, those life coaches. But when any business can't put their content into tangible terms, that content will just be lost on their audience. If I go to, say, an Instagram page and I don't know what on earth your description even means, I'm just going to click away and so trying to reach out to them in email, a direct message, or even running polls, that's a great way to find out exactly what they want. So one, you can just start and adjust your content. And remember, you're selling a solution. Don't just focus on, yeah. you know, yourself and just, you know, discounts and it's costing this much, it could cost this much this month. Don't always be trying to right. sell. Right. It's sell through providing a solution. So, but before right. even jumping to that and just, like I say all the time, posting blindly, Actually find out what they want, track the analytics, see what people respond to, and create more of that. And this can take time, but you have to try new things, test different ads, and it's really that it's that simple. And it, like I said, it takes time, so be very patient, but be very persistent, and you will find the right what you content that performs best. That's what you say. You say, Dad, it just takes time. I'm testing. I'm testing the data yes. right now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, your audience and your content, they really go hand in hand. So one speaks to the other. So if you're passionate about your content, find the people who who will respond to it. And if you decide you're passionate about creating a project that helps a certain group of the population, make sure the content you put out about your product attracts that audience. So you're going to choose one that is more important to you. And the other one is going to have to feed into that one if that Mm -hmm. makes sense and you know it kind of seems like a no-brainer right like oh yeah my content attracts my audience but 
if it were, no one would be struggling with this. (laughs) And, you know, we see it all too often that brands don't understand their audience or their content. And, you know, sometimes we see this in the form of ads or on Instagram pages or whatever it is. And if their message is something their audience is even listening for. And this is a big thing. But that call to action, I know you've mentioned it a couple times. It's so important. Your content needs to lead, to have a lead Mm -hmm. magnet. If you have an amazing uh, Facebook ad or beautiful content on Instagram, but your direction for next steps is missing, people aren't going to take those steps. And, you know, maybe you have that magnet, you have a great offer, but you still can't build leads or, you know, gain potential client or customer information that will help you target even further. Maybe it's because you just don't have a system in place to capture the lead. So what it really boils down to is that you have to spell it out for Mm -hmm. people. Tell them what to do next. Tell them where to go. You know, you don't have to make it fancy changing up the words. People try and try so hard to be different sometimes. And that just makes it harder on confusing. You know, don't say, don't say, let me be the, you know, docent in the museum of life when you're really expecting them to just sign up for, you know, a 15 minute consultation for a life coach, uh, for like a coaching call for a life coach, right? So, you know, you have to just say, hey, sign up here for a free 15 minute coaching call. That's it. That's all you have to say. You have to be straightforward and it has to be clear. Yeah, call to action between call to action and understanding what your clients want, you're going to be golden and you're going to. Um, see a lot more sales coming through. And just to give you an example, because I know that we're just talking, I think sometimes, you know, some of you might benefit from hearing examples. But when you look at the social salad, our our Facebook group, Mm -hmm. you can see that it's really engaged. And Megan and I work really hard on that because we really love what we do. So you'll notice we ask a lot of questions. We respond to all of you. We build relationships with you because we want to know what you want to hear from us. And when we know what you want to hear from us, we can deliver content that helps you grow your business. And uh, we mentioned, Mm -hmm. we mentioned before in a podcast, like a little sneak peek, we have courses coming out. We have something really awesome coming out. Um, We put a ton of time into this. And the reason we've even developed this is because of the feedback that we've received from the social salad group. And because of the questions we've asked, and if we didn't ask those questions, and if we sat and just sold you, you know, uh, coaching or whatever it is we wanted to sell you, then what, I mean, that just doesn't always work. We want to build relationships because we genuinely want to help you. And we want to, we want to deliver, um, what you need basically. And, and that's how we do it. So if you, you can use that as an example for your business, but of how we choose to go about our business And, and you might have a product based business and not a service. I have a product based business as well. And I say that a lot. And I do something similar. I get to know my audience and it's a totally different audience, but content is important with call to action. So take the time to get to know people. It, it can take months. It could take a long time, but it, if you're persistent, you'll get there. So fine. You have to build that right. trust. Absolutely. Totally. So finally, and, and that is how you will build trust by, because I know a lot of you have asked about um, us doing a podcast on building trust actually. And I think between consistency and trying to understand your customer and putting out a solution for them, you will build trust as long as you're consistent over a period of time with your content. So Mm -hmm. finally, number three, once you've reevaluated your audience, you've adjusted your content, take a look at how much you're actually engaging. 
So success on social media comes from consistency, like I just said, with trust too. But there's so much competition on social media that when it comes to business, you have to stand out. And aside from standing out, you need people to remember you. So they may see your page or your product or your service and think it's awesome. And they'll think about buying it and they'll just, they'll forget. Okay, this happened to me. We talked about we it did. in our consistency podcast. It was um, a laundry detergent. Yes. Uh, I was going to be, a, I was the potential customer. I would have bought that laundry detergent, but I completely forgot about it, it. because they were inconsistent. Exactly. And that's why you have to be consistent. And I know this is about engaging, but you are engaging when you're consistent. So engaging mm-hmm. consistently and also in the right places is virtual networking. So I love that yes. term, virtual networking. <laughs> it's virtual networking. So it can help you build relationships, expand your recognition, drive more traffic to your business profiles. And while in the beginning, or if nothing is working, it may take time. Um, while Just go where your audience is. It could take time in the beginning, but go where your audience mm-hmm. is. Join different Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups where you can find your audience. Engage consistently, answer questions, ask questions, and do it every single day. You can reach out to people. Like I said, you can direct message people. There's not an easy way around this to save you time at all. You don't want to do the easy route of just, you know, spamming people, but take the time and you have to put in the work. And we, and if you can't hire someone to do it, but do it right from the start, because one, one year from now, if you choose to spend time finding the easy way by, you know, finding growth hacks like we say they don't really exist I mean you're going to regret that Mm -hmm. so just because it feels like in the moment that nothing is working doesn't mean that it never will it will and you just have to make adjustments evaluate your current actions and consistently improve and that is really what it's all about and don't be stubborn about it (laughs) that's the other thing um so I assume that everyone listening to the podcast is you know kind of a little socially like savvy yes. <laughs> um you know at least average enough to go onto iTunes but as an example there are businesses who refuse to embrace social media and take advantage of selling their products or services online and sadly those business those businesses are suffering because they're too stubborn to see the data and reevaluate their efforts so don't be like that learn from everything Mm -hmm. in the end it's all data collecting and market research anyway because it tells you what not to do and guides you closer to what you should totally um uh totally (laughs) sydney this podcast is getting long we're trying to keep them short for you guys we're trying to be as concise and to the point as possible but we always also want to give you as much value as possible (laughs) <laughs> I know. Um, I I always try and fit in like too much for you guys. So um, let's go ahead and wrap it up then. Sydney, do you have any I last think thoughts? We covered everything. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that will, guys were laughing because we just cut out something <laughs> hilarious that Sydney. <Cindy> yes. <laughs> Maybe one day it's, we'll share. It's it. kind of late we'll right do now. Bloopers one day. Um, yeah. Right. Um. But we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, if you have any questions, call, uh, please go to the podcast post in our Facebook group and comment those questions. You will need to be a member of the group to do so, but feel free to join. We would love to have you as part of our Social Salad family. And stay tuned Monday for the next episode of the Social Salad Podcast. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. <laughs>